Welcome to the By Words Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Hughes. I love helping passionate women gain clarity about their purpose so they can kick fear to the curb, break up with the hustle, and say goodbye to the lies that hold us back from pursuing our dreams wholeheartedly. We're going to get open and honest, share some laughs, and maybe some tears. But at the end of the day, my hope is that you will walk away encouraged, inspired, and ready to step into your purpose with confidence. I'm so glad you're here. Let's dive right in. Love is powerful. It eradicates fear, brings us together, and equips us to live out our purpose in the earth. Honestly, I'm not sure there's a problem love couldn't remedy. If you haven't already, be sure to grab your copy of my new book, Love Is Remastered, and join me in making this world a better place by learning to love more intentionally than ever before. This book also supports Traffic 911, which is a local nonprofit that helps youth coming out of human trafficking in Dallas-Fort Worth. You can get yours today at thehannahughes.com slash shop. That's thehannahughes.com slash shop. Okay, now let's get into the episode. Welcome back, my friend. I'm so glad you're here. Today's going to be a really fun episode, and I've invited my friend Taylor May to talk to us about what it means to discover and then live from your aligned brilliance. Taylor May is a coach, social entrepreneur, speaker, and soon to be host of the Align to Achieve show. In all her work, she guides high-performing entrepreneurs, executives, and young people to exceed their own expectations through engaging with what she calls their aligned brilliance. Taylor, I'm so glad you're here, and I cannot wait to dive into this conversation. Hi there. I am so excited to talk to you. I am so excited about this too, and this conversation is one that we've had a couple times, and it has really just, well, blown my mind, but helped me so tremendously in my own personal life and in my business and, Mm. you know, just pretty much every area of my life. And so I cannot wait to dive into this conversation of what it means to find our aligned brilliance. And so I would just love for you to start us off by telling us a little bit about your own story and what it actually means to engage with your aligned brilliance. And how did you even discover that in your own life? Yeah. Well, first I'm so amazed to hear that. Thank you for saying that. That was like, Oh, just good for me to just hear (laughs) that you've been impacted by this idea in that way. Um, but for me, um, I always like to start uh, my story by sharing that I grew up, um, as a pre-professional dancer, actually, it was my life. It was my whole family's life. It was everything. And so I, knew, you know, like, this is what I'm going to do. Like I was Taylor, the dancer over and over and over again. And then I call it the still small voice. I just kind of had this deep knowing of like, nope, that's not what you're supposed to do. So it was this like huge identity shift of like going into that next season of my life of, Mm. oh, like I'm not going to do that. And so there was a lot of, you know, inevitable, you could probably guess, you know, the different wrestlings that came with that. Um, but I've had, kind of different versions of that over and over again. And I ended up being in marketing for a little bit, but now have evolved again into playing more so the role of a coach and kind of combining a bunch of different things. But in that I have seen in my own life and in working with people that everything that I want and that other people want 
isn't necessarily external. Like it's not these things outside of ourselves. Mm. It's actually by being in alignment with who we really are. And there's so many barriers surprising to actually living in that way. But when I've done that and when I've seen other people do that, and I've had the honor of guiding other people to do that, it has made all of the difference. And so just alignment I have found is so foundational in it's it's everything. And so I have so much to say about it. <laughs> yeah, I I totally agree. And this is something that, like I said, was truly life-changing for me because as someone who has, you know, gotten stuck in that cycle of, oh, I feel like I should do this or have this pressure from society or my family or whatever it may be, coming to a place of feeling truly aligned within my own self has been the most freeing experience of my whole Mm. life. (laughs) And so I just, I'm so excited for more people to understand what that actually means and hopefully experience that for themselves. So for those who are not familiar or hearing about this for the first time, what does it actually mean to be aligned? Yeah. Well, you really pointed it out just of the piece of not living in the should. So when I'm guiding someone to be more in alignment, that is always where I start. It's always, what are the stories that you're telling yourself and what are the limiting beliefs behind that? Because we don't realize that, right, in psychology, right, conditioning, like how conditioned we are from our families, from society. And so one of my favorite first kind of questions to ask someone is, like, why do you think that? Or Hmm. why do you say that? And then they kind of sit back and they're like, oh, I don't know why, like that's not an idea that came from them. It came outside of themselves. And so, um, the first step of getting in alignment is that like, it can be really scary and can feel really hard because it's so ingrained the stories that we tell ourselves about who we are and what we should do. And so I would say getting in alignment, that is your first step. And that step could take a really long time. And it's one that never ends. Like I just got off a call with my own coach therapist. She's all the things to me. (laughs) And we're unpulling stories of like, oh, like I'm telling myself, you know, this and this, but I don't need to. And so that is a huge first step in becoming aligned. And so I kind of call that like your unblocking phase, like Mm -hmm. moving the pieces out of the way that don't need to be there and uncovering those stories. And then from there, moving into like an expansion phase is how I kind of put it. And really being honest with yourself of, okay, if I'm not I got the stories I don't want, like moving those out of the way, what do I really want? And Mm -hmm. That is really, that's the fun part, right? Of, oh my gosh, like I've now set myself up to, right, put those boundaries up of, I'm not really going to listen to the voices of my family, of culture, of whatever it is, unless I give them permission to, and being in alignment in that way. And then choosing like, oh my gosh, what is it that I really want? And I always say the key there, and this is something I always, always say is, listening is Mm -hmm. quiet and God speaks in every way, but I found for myself and find for a lot of other people that God is really loud in silence. Mm -hmm. And so choosing practices 
choosing a way of life that you carve out time to just be and stop doing and start listening and start getting in your subconscious mind of, okay, this is really what I want and who I'm made to be. And it's so exciting when you start to do that and start trusting yourself in that space. And so after kind of then that phase, we've unblocked, we've expanded, and then it's just taking aligned action. It's looking like, okay, this is what I want. This is what I don't want. How am I going to do that? And taking the small next steps to making it happen. And I also want to put a huge asterisk on all of this. It is so important that being able to have this type of conversation is a privilege because there are so many people in the world that outside of themselves, like they they can't expand Mm -hmm. because of many reasons that we all know. And so it's a really huge privilege to be able to even have this conversation in saying things like we can do what we want. And so it's an honor and it's a big deal to have that. So, so that was, that was a lot, but that's kind of alignment in a whole gist, I would say we can go anywhere with it. (laughs) Yeah, no, I love that. And that's such a beautiful way to put it because there are a couple things in there that I just love that you pointed out because number one, it is definitely a process it's always evolving. We're never going to get to this point of arrival. I don't think. No, just like you said, giving yourself the space to be still and to be quiet is such, it's such a freeing space that we don't let ourselves get to very often. But I found that anytime I do, that's where some of the deepest, most profound breakthrough comes for me. And it's like, why? I mean, it makes sense that we're so blocked. Like you said, we have all these voices weighing in. We're so busy. We have all these distractions keeping us from getting aligned. Like the distractions I feel like are such a huge part of what gets us out of alignment, but man, that's, that's so good. And so helpful when you think about it in those phases, because um, yeah, just breaking it down like that, it just makes so much sense looking back on my own process and seeing, yes, I have seen that happen in my own life. It's so true. <laughs> that did it's happen. So yeah. free. Yes, yes, definitely. So, and I love also that you pointed out, it really is truly a privilege that we're able to talk like this and do these kind of things. It is such, such a gift. And I, I don't think we should ever take that lightly. No. And, and speaking of that, how do you think that living aligned affects our purpose? So I am someone that subscribes to the belief that our purpose, because there's so much like on that, right? Like finding your purpose, what you're meant to do. (laughs) But I think like your purpose is looking at who you were designed to be and who you are, and then just going and being who you are over and over and over again in many different forms. Like your purpose isn't something that you do. Like my purpose is like, to be an astronaut. I don't know. Like, (laughs) no, like, I don't think that's necessarily your purpose. I think that's a role you can play, but like you as a person, what is your role in being an astronaut? Like, how are you doing that? What is your essence that you're bringing to that? And so I think alignment comes into that conversation because when you are aligned, then you are set up to be living in your purpose in every moment of every day, Mm. whatever is going on around you. And so 
um, and even those external opportunities. Like maybe it is for you that you're supposed to do this world changing crazy thing. I don't know. And you probably don't even know yourself. That's what's going to turn out, right? Like Oprah yeah. didn't know she was going to be Oprah, right? She, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm definitely an Oprah person, but like, right. She's someone that just, she got aligned every step of the way. She's like, hmm. I don't want to be a news anchor anymore. I want to go do this. Or I want to, I'm curious about this. I'm going to follow this path. But she knew who she was and she was aligned. And then right, just took that aligned step one after another. And then has affected the world in a really powerful way for it by just being who she is. And yeah. I think that is the path for all of us, no matter where we're at. Right. That's such a cool way to put it because I think at least in my own experience, anytime I have those breakthrough moments uh, where I am starting to feel really aligned, it is such a weight off my shoulders. Mm -hmm. And not that living your purpose is easy all the time, but when you're living aligned, you really can feel it. Like you and I have talked about this. You can even feel it in your body, right? Yes. It's crazy. Yes. It, it's so physiological. I love, I love talking about the body, right? The dance background, but like it is so connected because I think well, I heard in you saying that it's like the trust and love versus fear. Like mm. when we, when we're not in alignment, like we're in fear in some way or another, if you dig down the root of it, like if uh, you're feeling yeah. anxiety, anxiety is a symptom of a deeper feeling. And so like dig down deeper and like, er, like scooch back into alignment. And when you're in alignment, that means that you are in a place of trust and you're in a place of love and in your highest self that you can be again. And it doesn't matter what's happening outside of you because you can cultivate that into yourself. So yes, right. totally. Yeah. That's so good. So I know we talked about like the shoulds and some things that really block us, but could you break down like some of the ways that I could show up and then how we actually get into alignment from there? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. I am dreaming about moving to New York. Okay. This is real. This is in real time people. I've always wanted to, that was in my dance life plan. What I wanted to, I have it literally on my little vision board next to me. I'm looking <laughs> at, and I've been looking at other places to move all this other stuff. Okay. So the shoulds in me says, Oh my gosh, it's so expensive. Oh my gosh, like it's just gonna be so busy. Like, you should just play it safe. Like, you should just worry about like staying super financially stable and having, you know, tons of savings, like, right? All of those different things. And also, in part of this, I'm wanting to explore going to New York, right? First, I wanna go check it out. And I reached out to a friend yesterday and was, who lives out there and was like, Can I come stay with you? She's like, I'm actually gone for six weeks. She's a producer. And I was like, oh, okay. I kind of wanted to go sooner. And when I got honest with myself, I was like, do you know what I really want to do is I just want to go out there like by myself for a couple days and explore. And maybe you're like, okay, what's the big deal? But like for me and the stories that I've been put on from my family, from culture about like security and like, you should go with someone, like you should have this all planned out. Like that's such a loop for me mm. that it feels almost contradictory. And so if I am living in the shoulds, I would not do that. <laughs> I would not go to visit. Yeah. I would not go to do it. But if I'm really honest with myself and I get into alignment, which how I get into alignment to ask, answer that part of your question, right, is just getting honest with myself. It's getting quiet. It's having intentional conversations with people that trust me or that I trust and that know me so well. And 
I would go take that risk because taking risks like that and doing things by myself and doing adventures is so in alignment with who I am. Mm. And so, so that's just like a tangible example for me of living in the shoulds and choosing to live in alignment, but that can apply to right anybody wherever. And I, I don't think necessarily alignment means like the big adventure as well. Like alignment for you could be actually complete inverted opposite of the story I told. Maybe you're someone that's like addicted to adventure and going, but like you're feeling called to the next season to feel really quiet. And that feels kind of uncomfortable, but you know, it's an alignment for you and to save and to do like, great. That's, that's for you. Like that's your path. So I think that's important to note too, that sometimes alignment is so this like, oh my gosh, it's fun. Woo woo. It's going to be all great. But it's (laughs) actually so much about like burning beliefs to the ground and burning fears to the ground and Mm. can feel really scary. And so, so yeah, so that, that's my example answer to that question, but I hope that that helps. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I love that. And I'm so glad you pointed out too, that it doesn't have to look like anyone else. Cause I feel like at least in my experience, there have been times when I'm, you know, like building my business, for example, it hasn't looked like I thought it would, or it hasn't looked like Mm -hmm. someone else who's in a similar place as I am. And all of a sudden I wonder if I'm doing it wrong. I wonder what's wrong with me. And, and I, it just totally takes away from the fact that in the beginning I was taking aligned action. Like I started out doing what I felt was right, what I trusted and knew was right, or what I felt like God told me to do. And then all of a sudden it doesn't look like I thought it would. And, and all these things like, Oh, I should be farther along than I am now. It should look like this. Or I suddenly just feel confused and I'm like, what am I doing? I don't know what to do next. And it just, yeah, it just totally, you're so right. It is a process of just going back to that place, getting really honest, dispelling those fears and then starting again. Yes. Yes. Over and over and over again, because it is a lifelong process of getting deeper. And if, like you're somebody whose top objective is to live openly and live boldly and in, you know, in alignment, then that's what you're signing up for. I mean, some people might not sign up for that. Great. Like that's, that's your choice. But for those that want to like, yeah, it, it doesn't end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so worth it. Yes, it is so worth it. Kind of in that same vein, a question that I get from a lot of women is how do I know if I should keep going or if I should pivot and do something different? Like, you know, when you're pursuing a a career or a dream and then it starts to feel out of alignment, but you're not sure if it's just maybe time to push through or if it really is just not the right thing or the right time. Do you have any insight Mm -hmm. on that? Yeah. Well, that's obviously a super, you know, case by case basis, but I think overall the top thing I would say is to analyze like what is the story that you're telling yourself about what's going on I love talking about like the victim consciousness triangle Mm. um and seeing that like right so essentially victim consciousness has three parts think triangle playing the role of the victim playing the role of the enabler or rescuer and playing the role of the blamer and we are rotating on that victim triangle at all times, unless we are taking full responsibility and ownership for ourselves, for our lives, for who we are. Mm. And that, that's really contradictory because most of the world and culture is set up to live in one of those three spaces. And so mm. I would first like ask someone that's kind of in a sticky spot like that, let's say, you know, in their career, 
of, are you feeling stuck because you are blaming your boss? You're blaming um, the paycheck. You're blaming your coworkers. You're blaming the tasks that you have for how you're feeling. You're not taking full ownership. Um, are you rescuing? Are you, um, you know, trying to overstep someone else's boundaries? And so you're doing that over and over and over again. So you're exhausted or are you right playing that blamer role, which is like the victim, but just even more verbal of Mm. like, just that blaming of like, it's their fault. It's this fault. Like, and so the first, that's the very baseline I would ask someone is like, okay, are you taking full ownership and responsibility for you and your life? oftentimes people aren't actually mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and they, like, that's the real work that needs to go on. But then let's say you are, and then right. You're in your highest functioning of yourself. That's where, again, looking back at that longer process I described, you get quiet in a way that resonates for you. And you, you listen and you ask yourself, what is it that I really want? Because God's desires for you are your desires for you in that higher place that you're in. And so, um, then from there, right, then you take aligned action that usually involves trust, usually involves a step of faith. Like if it doesn't involve a step of faith, it probably isn't <laughs> it, right? Like it's never yeah. like the next obvious, like th- like there's always a leap, a, at least a small one involved. So yeah. that's, that's deep, a deep way to answer that. But that's, I feel like the real underlying work that can be done. It's not just this it's not just a slap on answer. I mean, those are out there and available, but that's not what I'm about. At least. Yeah. No, that totally makes sense. I think that's a great way to look at it. And I've never really heard of the victim triangle like that. And in regards to, you know, making decisions on what do I do next? What's the next step? So that is super helpful because mm-hmm. I've definitely been there. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's so easy. It's so, I, Again, I was talking to my therapist, counselor, coach, amazing woman. Shout out to Barbara. She's amazing. (laughs) Um, Today, like, and I even said, I was like, I am choosing to not play the victim of my own story about a fear of a lack of security anymore. Like Mm -hmm. I just literally 15 minutes ago said that. And you don't, again, because it never ends. And so it really is empowering when you start to observe yourself in that way and you step out of living that way because again then you're in control of what how you're showing up to the world you might not be in control of your outside circumstances but you are in control about how you feel about them yes oh that is so good I think that's a huge key point is like it's not based on what everything else looks like being aligned is totally based on you your choice to show up and it doesn't matter how anyone responds or what your circumstances look like you can live aligned even if everything else looks totally messy. Yes. Yes. And that's where it's so funny and hard, especially with like Instagram world where like we're all sharing our highlight reels, right? Yeah. Of like, oh, like it should look like this if I'm aligned or, you know, I should, should, you know, and it's like, no, no, it shouldn't. Like alignment for you in this moment might, you know, look, like it shouldn't be applauded at all. It might mm-hmm. look irresponsible. It might look, um, it might not make sense to somebody, but that doesn't mean it's wrong. And yes. so that's where that self-trust comes in. And that's the self-trust is the foundation of all of this really. Yeah, definitely. So I, I was thinking back to when we were talking about the, um, you know, the, the embodiment part of this, like feeling it in your body. Um, because I know when doubt comes in, that can be 
just, you can just feel totally swayed. <laughs> like a yeah. light switch can flip and you're all of a sudden like having an identity crisis. Maybe it's just me, yep. but, <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> but I just remember a conversation you and I had a while back and I was talking through some of the things that I'm going through. And you just asked me after I answered your question, how does that feel in your body? Mm. And you helped me to notice as we were processing through it, how I was feeling. That is something I had never been taught or experienced before. And it's been so helpful. And I go back to it all the time now. So would you mind just breaking that down? Because I think that might be really helpful for some people as they are deciding to maybe get started and sit down and carve out some stillness to get honest with themselves and figure out what alignment looks like for them. Yeah. Well, in our Western culture, we have been so disconnected from the body. We have prioritized the mind and making decisions from logic. But if you look at any spiritual thing across any religion, across any form of thought, like the mind is not a spiritual center. It's not. It, our mind is there to protect us first and foremost. And mm. so our body is where truth lies and our true wisdom lies. And so when we understand that our bodies are speaking to us at every moment, especially as women, right? Then we can learn to take cues from our body. So yes. say like, like, okay, what you're feeling doubt. Then I asked, what does that feel like? You might have to sit for a second and be like, Hmm, I have a pit in my stomach or like my chest feels really tight or I feel really airy in my head. Like uh, typically certain emotions feel similar to people, but they could be completely different. There's no wrong answer. This is literally just an awareness and a consciousness thing to help mm -hmm. in just you being more aware and conscious and to help in making decisions. Yeah. Um, so it's just, again, it's taking moments of pause like that to connect and be there. But it can take a lot of practice because for a lot of people, because we're so disconnected as a culture, it can feel really unsafe. And because you don't have that trust built with your body, it's a, it's a muscle, you know, no pun intended, but like to have that trust with your body to be like, Oh, because I'm feeling this way, like that matters. And that is yes. speaking to me. And so that is so empowering and so huge when you start to integrate that. And it's a huge part of an, of alignment. Cause again, alignment isn't just in your mind. Like it's truly is a body, mind, soul, spirit thing that yeah. then affects your outside life. So, so yeah, I, oh, I love the body. Our bodies love us. And it just, and then even you bring that to the body image conversation, when you get in your head, because I know probably most of us do of body image stuff, but you start to see your body as a vessel that's communicating to you. And that is a vessel for the divine to work through. Mm -hmm. Like your brain just doesn't go there anymore. Cause like, you're not even subscribed to that. Like it's so much deeper and more beautiful, you know? So yes. I, I love talking about that. <laughs> it's so cool. It's so interesting. I've never heard it put that way, but it really it's so true. I feel like living in alignment is growing in awareness and just listening to yourself, learning to trust yourself. Like you said, it's just such a sweet experience to just, just to feel that alignment. Truly. It's so freeing. It feels yes. so good. Yeah. Um, one thing that I remember you said once is you were talking about how you choose to view that life is happening for you instead of to you. So I'd love to talk a little bit about what that looks like. And then also how you were talking about, you know, taking responsibility. 
Yeah. Well, that all connects back to that victim consciousness triangle. And um, Michael Beckworth, he has a beautiful video. He's um, uh, reverend and, and it just really describes victimhood in the sense of life happening to you, by you, then as through you, as you. So that is the progression of growing in consciousness and awareness. And so many of us are trapped in that victim consciousness of to me. So mm-hmm. that's been right. You make me feel this. Mm-hmm. You, you know, my job is making me do this. This person is making me do this. And then right that loop culture politics gov the government is making me do this like how small does that you know create ourselves or like even our stories i'm making me do this and mm. it's just not the truth but yeah. that's what so many of us think is the truth and so that progression that i just described it really is a layout to show that we can grow from that place of living to living life as it's happening to us and switching that it's happening for us and that we can create life so that's the second phase of life is happening by us so right it's that that first shift is huge of oh my gosh like I can create something that impacts someone else or like I can choose something that I feel good about. And it's, it's so empowering, but then you just move higher and higher and it's not even like a conscious choice anymore. You're so full and whole that you just walk into a room and you, you align the energies in the room. Like we're so much more powerful than we think. And then that baseline of life happening for us, right? That's just the trust in all of it of I'm going to choose to trust that this circumstance outside of myself isn't because it's, against me. Like I want to choose, even though as awful and terrible and devastating as it is, like I, like it's for me in some way. And that doesn't mean things are right. Like justice still has a role in so much, but it's how you take it on. So, so yeah, that's just such an important conversation to have and a realization to live in. It's huge. (laughs) I love that. That's a huge shift. Mm-hmm. Man, that's amazing. Thank you for explaining that. Cause I feel like yeah. for me, that, that awareness for me alone was enough for me to start really evaluating. Okay. Why am I reacting this way? Why am I acting this way? Why am I speaking this way about myself, my circumstances, things like that? I don't want to, to continue doing that. <laughs> I want to make a change yes. and that has really helped me. Yes. And that, that piece that you just said, that even the word reactionary, like where in your life are you being reactionary versus being responsive? Because responsive is when like, you are being thoughtful, right? Of how you respond. And we can be, we have an opportunity to do that in every single word we speak, everything we do, but reactionary, like, and there's no judgment in this either, right? When we see ourselves do it, remind yourself you're a human. And then it's an opportunity (laughs) to grow because when you become reactionary, that just means something was triggered in you. And a Mm. trigger is an invitation to go within and do go through all the steps we've been talking about and be like, "Hmm, where's this coming from? So the opportunity to apply all of this is literally every moment of life. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. It's so true. Oh, that's so good, man. So as we're wrapping up, you've mentioned a few things already, but practically what can this look like as we are living in alignment in the day to day? Yeah. 
Well, really that first piece of just observing yourself is huge. And it can feel hard to do at first if that's not how you're naturally wired or if you've really done that before. But it's just constantly being reflective and being in a state of reflection of walking away from a conversation and asking yourself, huh, why did I say that? Or, you know, why, you know, why did I do it? And the cue for that probably is going to come from your body. And so that's something else that you can really incorporate in your life is connecting to your body. And that doesn't necessarily mean you have to go take a hit class every day and exercise. <laughs> I mean, movement, I would say is huge, but like just again, that observation, seeing how you emotionally feel, being honest with how you feel. And I don't know, maybe, you know, doing some movement, some not even real yoga, just like go stretch in your room, like of being, being comfortable with the vessel that you're in and trusting it and loving it. Mm. And right. There's so many ways to do that. And then like, I always come back to of just listening and being quiet and there's no right way to do that either. And I, I, I do think movement is a great one too. A lot of times that I'm either in a walk or with my dog or I'm, you know, moving around is when I get really deep insights and meditation is a huge one that I incorporate. Um, one that really is about getting into that subconscious mind because that's mm. where all these thoughts typically live because our, it's like 90% of our thoughts that we think today, we thought the day before. So yes. like in our subconscious, so all of this is getting in the subconscious. So it's getting yourself in the state where you can access that. Mm. And um, it kind of feels like your mind's wandering a little bit, but you just kind of got to trust it and let it and let, that's where it becomes spiritual for me. of like letting God do the work. Like God, show me yes. what I need. Show me a visual, show me, give me a feel, you know, like that's where it becomes a partnership with God. Um, so yeah, there's so many ways and it's so much about trial and error and so much, there's not even error. I don't even like saying that there's so much trial and there's so much things to explore and be curious about. Um, but yeah, there's no judgment in the process and there's so many things that you can do to connect to yourself and choose to get in alignment with. I love that so much. That's awesome. Man. Well, thank you so much for being willing to come and share. I know this has been so amazing for me. Every time I talk with you, I'm like, wow, I've never thought about it that way. My mind is blown. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> so fun. So thank you so much for being here and being willing to share your story and all your insights. I know this is going to be so helpful for so many people. Um, where can everyone find you from here? Where can everyone connect and get more of this goodness? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much. Um, first on Instagram is where I'm mostly posting things and, you know, to be honest, I don't love Instagram, but I'm, you know, <laughs> trying to, I'm doing it. I, I, it's not a should. I do love it. That's a whole thing in of itself, everybody, but I met Taylor I May. Yes. Right. Um, Taylor May, M-A-E. Um, dot co you'll find me and then my website is the same at www.taylormay.co and shoot me DM. Let's chat. I, I just, I love talking to people and getting to support people, um, in one-to-one -one coaching sessions. And I have a lot of, I have, I have my own podcast coming out here soon and Yay. lots of fun things to come in this season. So oh, I'd love man. to connect with everybody. Yeah. yeah. That's so awesome. You guys definitely need to go and connect with Taylor. She is amazing. And I know that there's just more and more goodness to come. So I am so excited for all these new endeavors for you. Thank you. Yay. I'm so I loved this. This is great. <laughs>
Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to tune into another episode of the ByWords podcast. I love having you here and I'm so grateful for your support. Don't forget to share a screenshot of this episode and tag me to let me know you were here. I can't wait to talk again soon, but in the meantime, be sure to connect with me over on Instagram and in the ByWords community group, which you can find links for in the show notes. Until next time, stay brave and remember, I'm cheering you on.